It's the Hats Off, Gloves Off podcast. With Mitchell Phillips and Spencer Callender. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. They's and them's and hers and z's and she's all are welcome. Indian guys, French guys. We Zebras got... have black and white stripes. I think we can all learn a little something from that. Was that in the Bible? That was profound. First Corinthians. <laughs> I would have assumed Judges 12, chapter 7, verse 6. but And then they finish it off in Ecclesiastics. That's the beautiful thing about the Bible. It's constantly like hyperlinking back to itself. Like, yo, remember back in Job when we talk, told you about this guy? Well, this is his grandson. You thought he was dead. We cut his head off. But much like Jason Voorhees, he lives on. <laughs> Ezekiel 2, the electric boogaloo. Here comes Shamrock, and Bamshack, and Abendigo, and they want revenge. Hats off, gloves off. I think we took a week off, right? We took, we, you know, we've been inconsistent. Summer has just really messed us up yeah, in a good gonna, way. I'm not going to blame it on the cover of Summer Spence. Because I don't think it's interfered, but I don't think it's coincidence that they overlapped. They have overlapped, but really the biggest problem is uh, the man. Am I correct? Big summer. We went about a year not dealing with the man. In fact, the man, we were dealing with the man, but the man was just kind of paying us to sit more around. Of a, more of a lady energy, if I'll be honest, not the man. Yeah. And then now we're working again. Yeah. So well, it's been hard to configure. Yeah. I'm tr- I'm uh, having trouble sleeping. Like I th- I'm just now adjusting. I've been at, back at work for two months, and I'm like... No longer like, uh, f- like just sitting in my bed at midnight, you know, because I'm used to falling asleep at six in the morning. Yeah, it's like detoxing off heroin, where it's like, all it's right, it's exactly the, like the first week is the worst, but you're still dealing with those symptoms for a long yeah. time. You yeah. Know? All right. Well, this is hats off, gloves off. Hats off to those who deserve it. Gloves off to those who deserve it. Pats on the back. Pats on the fanny. Finger pointing and finger blasting at Hogo Pot on Instagram for any comments, caressing suggestions, or good old fashioned hate mail. Um. You get a, you do a good, you get a good. Hats off to you, sir. Do a bad, you get a bad. And we're really going to lay into you. That's the part of it. Uh, justice comes in all forms. Slavery was legal, folks. Legally, legality has no bearing on this podcast. Also, any people mentioned, uh, you know, in this podcast, it's purely coincidental. And uh, this is all, I play a character on here. So does Spencer, so we can't be held legally liable for anything. But we are both trained lawyers. So we are, and I go by the name Captain Crazy, so <laughs> I can't be held liable. <laughs> Spencer's not even my name. Oh yeah, good luck finding that birth certificate, Indian fans. So we um I wanna start off with a good one. Um this is real quick. This Justin, breaking news with Mitchell Phillips. Our boy, we mentioned him before the podcast. He's back in the news again. R. Kelly is now being accused of abusing a teenage boy he met in a McDonald's. He is pulling from every McDonald's. Come on. <laughs> hey, mayor of Hamburgerland, give R. Kelly a job. He has a lot of lawyer fees. Give him a sponsorship. He reps the McRib. He will sell more McRibs than anyone ever has. You think you sell a lot of burgers? Yeah, now that you need a vaccination card to go get cancer from a McDonald's, he can do that song he was doing in Africa. It's like, do you have your shots? Do you have your passport? Come and get a McRib. Uh, Come with me, girl. Do you want to come with Rob to get his shamrock shake? Yeah, he will literally just go to other countries, fly them. I know they have McDonald's in other countries, but fly them to the American ones, you know, because those are the real ones. Let's be honest. Oh, I know. People, like, you're going to go to Australia, and they're like, yeah, the Big Mountain back is $15, because, like, there's laws. You have to actually serve people meat at fast food in those countries. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, you're breaking the rules, dude. This is McDonald's. Yeah, I know what I'm doing. I don't want to go. That's all. Yeah, when McDonald's was like, try our certified fresh Angus. We put guacamolito sauce and pepper jack. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm getting breakfast or a quarter pounder. Uh, Maybe a Big Mac. That's why I don't like, because all of these places, I think McDonald's is like standalone. They used to own like Chipotle, I think. But then like PepsiCo owns like 90% of fast food. That's why you see like 
Taco Bell Pizza Huts oh, and, yeah, like, yeah. and like KFC A and W, Long John Silver's. Get rid of A and W. No one likes it. No one needs it. But it's like who's Burger King owned by? Because it's when they came out with the Whopperito, it was like a, a Whopper burrito, and okay. it's like, guys, you're inserting yourself in the a market of Taco Bell and Del Taco. Put your big boy pants on. This is all you're giving us on your Latin menu. On your Latin menu, bro. I can go to I can go to Del Taco and get fries. Yeah, well, they do Italian too with that marinara tube sandwich <laughs> that is really gross. Oh, uh, what? Basically, a tube sandwich. I haven't been to Burger King oh. since I was ten years old, and I have the streak going. I find no reason. Every once in a while, people will say to me, "Like, no, it's good, man. People sleep on it." But yeah. uh, sure, I don't care. Nope. I, you know, I still will eat everything else on occasion. So I just that's yeah, it's not like a health rule, really. The only thing I've gotten at Burger King in the last decade is the uh, onion rings. They have the only onion rings in the game where when you take a bite, it doesn't pull the whole onion out of the sleeve of breading. Even one time, Naz was trying to get me to drive him through Burger King, and I wouldn't. Do it. <laughs> you just you won't even sponsor that type. No, of I, even though yeah, I, w- I wouldn't do it at all. But <laughs> okay, so. What are we talking about? R. Kelly was picking oh, R. up R. Kelly, his... yeah. Let's get back to R. So Kelly. So he just found this kid, a 17-year-old boy, who was just hanging out at McDonald's, which, hey, red flag, bud. Um, so basically he... Uh, let me see. How was it in Chicago? Was it a Chicago McDonald's? I believe so. Okay. Yeah, uh, Chicago McDonald's in 2006. So Kelly denies ever abusing anyone. I like how he's like, hey, I know this is just about this kid, but I'm also innocent on the stuff I'm currently in jail for. Um, <laughs> of course. Um, his lawyers have not responded to the latest allegations. Blah blah blah. The seventeen-year-old boy was an aspiring musician, and R. Kelly rolled up on him at a McDonald's and invited him to his studio so they could like drop some stuff. And he let him spend like two hours in the booth, and then he's like, "That was pretty dope, right?" That's his move. Yeah, that's. I mean, allegedly, that's his move. I saw that in the. You know, I've listened to. I've read about him doing that move. So then the prosecutors. Uh, Say the boy introduced Kelly to a male friend who's either 16 or 17, who the singer singer had a sexual relationship with years later. So they're trying to, he's 16 or 17, then they said years later. So the guy's got to be of age. Even if he was at your youngest estimate, it's been years, multiple, he's 18. I don't think R. Kelly, no, I mean... I mean, I'm not homophobic. I have, you know, you know, whatever. The I don't care. Spiel. I, I don't Listen, I'm not the one who has to go I to hell. I don't personally believe that R. Kelly is a homosexual. Well. In fact, I might refuse to believe that he's homosexual. Well, yeah, just based on, purely off the fact that we know how much he loves women. The only way I could even remotely see that happening is if. One was for a song. <laughs> you know, a lot of comics do that thing where they're like, no. Like, I have a friend who uh, dated a, a transsexual woman and claimed, did it for a long time, too. Claimed he didn't like it, but was doing it for the, quote, material. Oh, yeah. No, I've heard that before. So, you know, you do things. Sometimes you do crazy things, and you're like, but for the material, I guess. I don't know. I'd buy that for a dollar. That's all I'm saying. But you so should... maybe R. Kelly was doing it for a song because Trapped in the Closet did have a lot of homosexuality homosexuality in it for the story. I think it was just sexually charged in general. I, well, I mean, there was pure homosexuality in it, like oh, yeah. actual literal homosexuality. So maybe he was, you know, studying for a role, doing a method acting, or he gets so many women legitimately, he just got tired of it and thought he would try a guy, probably went, you gross. Mm-hmm. And then went to a different McDonald's to get a hot woman. <laughs> all of age, all of age. Yeah, according to this, all and of age. And he didn't start a sex Which cult. So that's it. the first gloves off is to this, to fucking BBC News, dude. A, a boysing a teenage boy he met in a That's completely, that's a lie. That's completely disingenuous. He met the kid at a McDonald's, and then he allegedly fucked his friend, who was 16 at the time, but they said fucked him years later. So this headline should be R. Kelly... R. Kelly had sex with a consenting adult. Bangs a nineteen-year-old. That's cool. Nineteen-year-olds are usually hot. So, High five. <laughs> <laughs> Robert walks into a McDonald's. He sees this kid and he's like, "Yeah, come hang out at my studio. That'd be cool. You're a musician. You remember the old salad days? You're like, come see what it's like." And then this kid you gave studio time to introduces you to your friend. 
maybe you guys have a spark. You never done anything gay in your life. You hit it off. And like Spencer said, he's not gay. He's like Mick Jagger gay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or uh, the guy, uh, Richard Gere or something like that. That was a hamster. Or a gerbil. (laughs) All right, not gay, but, you know, off the beaten path. There you go. Uh, Definitely somewhere in Richard Gere's life, he came to a, what is it? A a road in a wood diverged, and he took the path less taken. Let's say that. Because I've never even thought of this before until now. Given the choice over a rodent or a dick, I think I'd take the dick. Oh, yes. If I'm in a saw contraption and I got to choose. You take the dick because the dick you know is coming out, right? The rodent you don't know. And it's gonna the ro- dicks don't bite. I dicks mean, mine t- does, but uh, dicks don't, yeah, it might start trying to make its own new holes and shit. It's don't put anything in your butt that's not yeah. So that's a good, connected uh, to another human, man. So so the again, next one that is, proves I'm not homophobic because I'd rather take a wiener in my butt <laughs> than an animal. Also, that's for you, Peta. See, I told you this guy wasn't cool. Uh, so next is th- the next thing that this guy that R. Kelly allegedly uh, hooked up with. His next big gripe is R. Kelly forced him to have sex with several young women at the time as he filmed him. What's the, you're one into the music business? This is how it works. You got to take the good with the bad, bud. Hold on. This guy was at McDonald's. He got free recording time, and then he was forced to have no, sex with all these women? We changed. this. We're not talking about oh. his friend. Oh. The guy he did possibly have relations with. Yes. Okay. And then he made him fuck a bunch of chicks while he filmed it. It's like he's not putting it on P-Hub. How'd he make them? That's also another thing is like no one's going to make you. He never brandished a weapon or there's no threats in here. Yeah, because they always tell that story like uh, you read those articles about like home invasions. And they're always saying, yeah. And then he put a knife up to my throat and said, uh, you know. I'm going to rape your wife while you watch Point Break or whatever. <laughs> That's the best cucking I've ever heard of. <laughs> I'm going to plow your fucking wife. Go downstairs and watch one of the greatest films of all time. Now, I mean, it could be worse. Or you have to watch it over them, so like you're just on the couch and they're doing it over the coffee table. Yeah, that would suck if they keep blocking all the best parts. with. Or yeah. you're doing the thing where you watch a movie with somebody and you say the line right before like it's on screen. While he's fucking your wife. <laughs> hey, guys, guys, guys. Utah, give me two. <laughs> I fucking love that part. That's the ultimate cucking. Yeah, that would be. All, All right. right. I'm glad we figured so that out. So the judge has yet to rule on whether evidence will be considered. And this is how they end the article. Super disrespect. You already just accused this guy of having sex with an adult. Um, Kelly, who's one of the biggest R&B stars of the 1990s, has been in jail for almost two years as he awaits trial. His New York trial is scheduled to begin on August 9th. Innocent until proven guilty. At the, but at the end, they just had to throw in. It's like... And by the way, if you've read this whole thing, you still don't know who R. Kelly is. <laughs> he was uh, real popular 25 years ago. And also, if you really listen to his music, there's no way he was started a brainwashing sex cult. He The music is like the bat signal. It just brings women in, and then he's so good at it that it makes them dizzy, and it confuses them, and it makes them want to stick around, and it is like a fog, but it's not brainwashing. It's no. dick-washing, yeah. if anything. Yeah. No, but also, it's like my like the Me, the Me Too movement in general. It's like, how many people stayed quiet? Because they're like, no, I paid the price. I, there was an agreement. I sold my body. I got the part, and now I'm doing fine. Like They just played the game, and they keep their mouth shut, which I'm not saying is a good thing, but... That's what this kid... The game is, the game is s- out there. As soon as it stopped working out for him, he blew the whistle on R. Kelly. You know what I mean? When he realized, like, oh, it, it was an opportunist move. It's like you were fully willing to do it at the time, and then all of a sudden he's the bad guy. Yeah. Weird. Which is... The guy, literally, he's illiterate. You get tricked by somebody who can't read, man? That's on you. Oh. Fuck, what do you got? Hats off. Uh-uh. Hats off to you, sir. There's a hats off to funerals. Uh-oh. And a hats off to summer. Absolutely. What's the uh-oh? Uh-oh. No, I couldn't find the sound effect. I'm sorry. That's all right. Don't worry. <laughs> My about bad, it. dude. Don't worry. But uh man, I've never really had a funeral had a funeral, been to a funeral. <laughs> so I had this funeral. I went to this funeral yesterday, right? Is comedy dead? <laughs> <laughs> been to a bunch of funerals yeah. in my life. I've been to some Really good ones. Don't get me wrong, but... Oh, yeah. 
it's like, you know, it's like the summer gods made her die at this time so then I could go to a summer funeral because it was a funeral on a boat. Amazing. They just rented a yacht, basically. We didn't even go inside the yacht. You know, we were only on the boat for like an hour and a half. Up in Santa Barbara, obviously a must-see for a summer visit. Santa Barbara's tits McGee. Yeah, Santa Barbara's lovely. Um, even Jeremy, you asked, <laughs> like, is Santa Barbara nice? I'm like, bro, you've lived here too long to not know what Santa Barbara's like. It's a town where uh, if you can figure out how to live there, live there. Yeah. Because it is super nice. The funniest description of Santa Barbara is I went to see a concert there, and the lead singer of the band said it feels like this whole city is a crate and barrel. Yeah. So it's kind of an insult, but crate and barrels are pretty nice. No, it's like uh, it's where they sh- the, the show Psych takes place. Oh, and you it? think it's like a cheesy, like this weird, like version, you know, like New York's not really law and order. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then you go there, you're like, holy shit, it is this. It's like it, this whole town is a show on the USA Network. Yeah. And they have really good food, real deal seafood spots, like the kind of place where you're like in the harbor at a bar with windows open yeah. and uh, dude eating muscle. It's, it's a great place. Uh, anyway, so funeral on a boat for sure. Do it that way. Um <laughs> Yeah, when I'm gone, definitely put me on a boat for a funeral. Because, dude, it was quick. It added a fun element because, you know, some people are almost falling and stuff. There's yeah. that holding on stuff, which is cool. I'm getting in trouble. Because... Did the pallbearers come in with the casket? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Their sea legs? That's what I kept. Oh, I kept saying that because we drove there in the morning and we were with the 10-year-old kid. And I kept being like, it's like, Makai, I don't know if there's going to be enough room for the body on there. You know, <laughs> I just make it just jokes like that. But... That added a great element of humor to it because one, the falling. I got, I was getting yelled at by the by the captain just for leaning on rails I wasn't supposed to. You Wait, know. did you guys leave port? Yeah. So you were actually like out of like in a yeah. Wake we zone. basically just drove for probably forty five minutes, hung out during the ceremony, and then drove back in. Okay, that's very nice. And the ceremony was short. It was just uh, the four brothers. All you know, spoke and did. I've their, seen that movie. Did they? It was intense, man. Yeah, we, all these. Yeah, I thought we got out of Detroit, but we, man, we, it we followed got a us. Speech from uh, yeah, it was real slow key. It was just Mark Wahlberg, Andre Three Thousand. That's awesome. They're all from Detroit, Michigan. Yeah. No, and the guys on the boat from the funeral. Oh, last really? Night are all from Detroit, Michigan. They're white guys who had. I don't a paper, know. Maybe look it up. They're white guys who had a paper route and never were an outcast. Based on a true story, yeah. But uh. Yeah, it was rad. So the comedic element was nice. And the best comedic element was I slept for like two hours the night before. Uh, it was pretty much my fault. I didn't have to do like com. I did I did a show, then was like, I'll do the do Cole's thing. And then Bob's big boy presented it. You know, so it was my fault I stayed up too late. Yeah. Regardless, tired of shit. I forgot a jacket, even though I knew we'd be on a boat. It was pretty cold out there. And uh, this guy, one of the brothers, has extra jackets. He's a hiker, prepared guy, you know. Yeah. So he gave me one of the cool red and black great zipper, you know. Yeah. I don't know if it was Columbia or whatever. It was it's all of, vented up. One of the cool ones. So I was good to go. Then once we park, it's not, you know, it's not hot anymore. So I take the jacket off. They go to dump the ashes. The boat's putzing around. So because of the turning, the angle, it gets the ashes go all over the unk, all over the brother, just covers the brother in ashes. Oh. I'm hysterically laughing. He's not the only one, but he got it the worst. But you didn't even check the wind. You're dumping ashes. Was, if you knew the brother, yeah. But to be fair, it was like the guy was going in a circle. You know, the way he was moving, it was just switching the wind. So yeah. he walked. They were trying to do it like nice and slow and let each brother do it. So it was like one brother had the angle right. The yeah. next brother kept that angle. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But um, <laughs> so then the next brother goes to do it. The, the guy gets his coat completely covered. And then the next guy does it. And he dumps coat, not on me because I took the coat off, but all over the coat I was wearing. Yeah. So the guy, the brother got it twice because my coat is his coat. So both his <laughs> coats got covered <laughs> and his dead mom. And then that's I, the worst when you get home from like a camping trip and you smell like campfire. You're like, oh, I, I would have liked to wear this sweatshirt yesterday, but it definitely needs a wash. But him is like, oh, my mom's all over this one. Yeah, and he said something about like it's just dust, and I went, that's not dust. <laughs> that's not just I dust. I literally dude. just I said oh. that. Uh, they're all they're all smart people. They're all like doctors and stuff, so they yeah. they know that too. But <laughs> they know that too. 
You're like, that's not dust. He goes, well, what is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Excuse me, what, uh, what is it? So, uh, yeah, and so then after the funeral, we go uh, eat seafood. And one of the brothers who's really cheap kept going around going, this one's on mom, so you guys can really order whatever you want. You know, must have been in the, you know, in the fucking funeral budget or whatever. But then we rented those. Uh, they're not really that fun, but we made it fun, those those like car bikes. This is a very wholesome family. Oh, like I'm a ten with. person bar bike. Uh, four people, not bar bike. These oh, are okay. wholesome people. It's not like okay. I'm doing all day wholesome activities. We went to go see a tree. Excuse me. A mission. Uh, yeah, no bar bikes. No bar. Yeah. But so those bikes on the bike path, you know, where it's like four people. The ones like where it seems fun, but then the kids don't pedal, and the parents are yelling at the kids, kind yeah. of thing. It was one of those where we decided to race, and it was young people. It was uh, one of those swan boats for land. Yeah, but it was all adults. So, you know, it was like people over 50, and then people between 30 and 45. Yeah. So it was pretty fun. They wanted me to drive. I had a pregnant lady on board, and we were racing. And it was a long race. (laughs) You know, it was like a handful of miles. I was going insane, and no one really cared. And it was super fun. And then at one point, the pregnant lady was like, uh, hey, hey. And then I listened to her. <laughs> and I didn't, yeah, it was, I, but I went from like having two hours sleep of telling everyone, I'm just going to sleep on the beach while you guys do this bike thing. That'll be perfect. To them talking me into doing it. To then somehow I'm the one steering, driving. I'm in charge of the whole thing, too. So, like, people were, like, my girl's, like, trying to backseat drive me. And I was, like, she was, like, grabbing the brain. I was, like, get out. Like, you want me, <laughs> you know, like, you wanted me to drive this thing. I'm driving my way. And I was driving out. I'm, tr- I'm just trying to win the race. I'm hyper competitive. And then at some point, uh, the bike also wasn't made for people as big as me. So I'm just, like, slamming my legs on oh. the bar. So I was just, like, I'm going in the back. I'm done being the driver guy. I have a pregnant lady, and I don't know how to scale back. You know, like, I'm, either, the- I'm either going... <laughs> Full speed or no speed? Yeah. So well, you put me in the helm. Like, what do you want me to do? I you, a... you know me. You've been you've spent the whole day with me, right? You saw the captain yell at me. You saw like <laughs> you know how I'm operating. So yeah, it was funny. It was, it was super fun, and I made a wrong turn on purpose. So I'm actually in traffic making a left. You know, when I was supposed to just go onto the bike oh, path. So I'm riding okay. it in the real street and being like, summer's back, screaming, you know, like, uh, <laughs> while I have a group of very rule-following, over 50-year-olds following me until we get to the bike path. So it was just fucking fun. Is it, is it one of those, like, square bikes? Square bike, has a little canopy on it. It has a steering wheel like a car, and then it's all, it's like a Flintstone car almost, you know, That's but with cool. pedals. But it was funny. And the only kid on the car... Is a very like play it safe, doesn't you know? Not really into sports and all this stuff. He really likes me. We're tight, you know. <laughs> but the whole time, like when I, I bet he's hanging out with a he maniac, was hanging on for his dear life, but like <laughs> somehow still trusts me, but is also really freaked out. And then, but was freaking out the most is me yelling at strangers, you know, like yeah. on the bike path, being like, "Do you love summer?" <laughs> you know, like that stuff. He just yeah. like, oh. <laughs> But it was it was a good time. So hats off to summer funerals. Everyone, quit having funerals on land. Let's get them into sea. Also, if you're a white person, go to a, an immigrant funeral. They know how to do it. Absolutely. I think per capita, all the best funerals I've been to are uh, ethnic people. They know how to do it. Don't be all sad and just get one of those like ten foot sandwiches from Subway. Yeah, that's a yeah. As an immigrant myself, like bring I the dead vouch. body into the living room. We're all doing like shots. Yeah, we're gonna ugly cry and we're gonna fist bump. <laughs> yeah. <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Some fucking lady in a veil, just Yeah, don't don't hold back for us when we die. All right, let it rip. Yeah, no, I want. You can do fucking. You can do lines on my body. You know, you can like. I'm saying you don't have to be appropriate. Be real though. I want to. Irish funeral, like from The Wire, where they just lay you on the pool table, and all, was... a, a cops like g- comes out and like just says like the old timey prayer. Yeah, I like that. I do want yeah that element. I want for a little bit. I want everyone to at least sit down and listen to Johnny Cash's cover of Danny Boy, <laughs> and then after that, kind of do what you want. Oh fuck! All right, well, you guys can count that as my last will and testament. If anybody out there is a notary public. Send me a copy of that shit. I'll give you my address. If you Venmo me a dollar. Um, uh, all right. Hats off to summer weddings or funerals. Sorry. Weddings, too. I actually rode by a summer wedding on the bike. Thing. Oh, how fortunate are they? They get to spend a nice 
summer Santa Barbara wedding. It's yeah. just, uh, no, I, I just get like cheesy sometimes. I'm like, that is probably just a very wonderful thing. Yeah, if I was in a bad mood, I would have yelled how original, you know, like in that movie, Sarah Marshall. But, uh, yeah. But no, I actually was like, yeah, great time to get, you know, I was just all positive vibes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I saw one in, uh, fuck. Except for when people were backseat driving me, then I was getting feisty. Where the spill out is in Santa Monica, somebody was getting married, like right next to the fucking, uh, what's it called? Like where? The spill out the jetty? No, I don't know, wherever, the, like, all the sewage comes from. Okay. But, because um, it's all, like, nice, like, houses right behind it, and then they obviously, like, rented one of those, and they just walked straight out onto the beach. But they didn't, like, halfway through the ceremony, like, you just see trickling out of, like, street garbage and, like, the gutters. And everybody's, like, you see, we just slowly notice the guests at the wedding, like, like tapping each other. and like, where's that coming from? But, oh. Gross. You, you blew it. You tried to save money, and you blew it. You had a beach wedding, you loser, and you blew it. Um, so this one is a, uh, another news upbreak. Um, so this is, I guess this is a weird one cause this is hats off to all parties involved. Hats off to you, sir. I don't know who's right. I, th- I think they're both right, but if they're clashing heads, I don't, you know what I mean? I think what happens is I'll get to it. So the Norwegian women's beach handball team, uh, has been fined for not playing in bikini bottoms. So beach handball, it's basically just like hand soccer, you know, like ultimate Frisbee kind of, like netball's the same. You know where you have to like, if you have the ball, you can't step. And like you're only allowed to go into certain areas. You know what Freeze. I mean? Okay. So I'm, think, I'm thinking handball is like a handball court, like what prison No, that's play. what I thought too. So I looked up clips of it. and it's, Okay, so it's kind of rugby-ish beach, throw the ball around the crossy. Yeah, there's game. a soccer net. And, you know, you just can't move if you have the ball. So everybody's, like, scrambling. and Cool. Sounds fun. It sounds, sounds like fun to play, game. not fun to watch. It sounds great as, like, right after a nice beach wedding. <laughs> oh, that'd be nice, yeah. yeah. So these broads um, refuse to wear their bikini bottoms, and they're being fined. Okay. Which. Yeah, who gives a shit? Why do you have to wear bikini bottoms for this sport? Well, that's why it's a hats off to the commission or whoever's still overseeing this, because they're going, like, you motherfuckers. This is beach ball. It's like when they took the bikini portion out of the Miss America pageant. Ratings dropped like 99%. Like so when, seven people watched it. Yeah, so it's... Uh, all right. So basically, if they start wearing skirts or shorts, the sport's in trouble. Yeah. Because no one really cares about anybody, not even men or women, running around... With a ball in their hand, throwing it into no, a net. It's a silly In the sport. sand, you need hot dudes and hot girls showing yeah. a lot. So, yeah. So, let me get to it. They fucking... This is in the rule book. Female athletes must wear bikini bottoms with a close fit and a cut on an upward angle toward the top of the leg. The side width must be a maximum of 10 centimeters. About four inches... Uh, meanwhile, men are allowed to wear shorts that are longer but must remain 10 cent- centimeters above the kneecap and cannot be too baggy. So they're also d- they're doing the same rules to men, but you don't want to see men in bikinis. Like, not even gay dudes like that, I don't think. Well, no, you want to see... But you want to see men in, like, kind of... Sh- maybe those, like, 70s-style OP shorts, probably, because you... I would think it's it's just... Any beach sport, you want them all hot and looking good and tan and... Yeah, yeah. No, I watched... I Believe me, I watched Ukraine versus Bulgaria. I think I ended up watching a whole match. <laughs> oh, you did? It was good? Yeah, because I'm like, what do the normal outfits look like? Is the sport good, though? I, I watched like 15 minutes of it. It's interesting. I was just trying to figure out the rules. Because I could be... I'm just saying, I'm saying all this stuff about the sport being horrible to watch, but I could be wrong. I, I could be a fan of it uh, by, the, by the end of the weekend. The whole and court, it's already Sunday. The whole court is like 27 feet. By like by like eighteen. Feet. We used to it's play wild. this game when I worked at the Boys and Girls Club and did like I ran the sports program. We would like play that in the gym. It was yeah. it wasn't the kids weren't even that. I mean, no, they were kind of. It's same it. as netball, like the European version of basketball. There's just no backboard, and you just can't. You don't have to dribble, but you also you can't move while you have the ball. You can only pivot. 
It's this. It's the same game. Pivot it's, and pay. it's hockey. It's soccer. It's just variations. Just more, on there's the more same freeze shit. freeze tag involved. There's a freeze <laughs> tag element. Red light, green light. That's what I love is the freezing part because that makes it seem so, like just such a child yeah. game. Like, yeah. there's no freezing in hockey. No, I do like that when well, it's there like, is actually, but it's cooler because <laughs> you forget that's what sports are. Like they were all, every sport was like started in a field by a, like guys who were bored, whether they were like soldiers yeah, or like at work or yeah. Railroad workers. We're bored. We're going to write stories. We're going to figure out what the sparkly things in the sky are. We're going to make it up. And yeah. we're going to fucking get some games going. And then they, they, I mean, obviously, like, they become very grown up. Get you, some booze and naked people, and you got a society. Like Aztec sports, where you had to, like, if you win, we get to cut off your head, and it's like an honor. It's like, bro, fuck that. But, like, how do you get good at it, you know? But um, the fucking, the audacity of these ladies to, to, to just knowingly good, like you know what I mean, just being like, we're not going to wear bikinis. Is this an it's Olympic like, do you think sport? Yes. Do you think anybody is not doing this or not watching this because of bikinis? Like I don't know. It just seems outlandish. Well, to I to go against your argument, if they're in the Olympics, then this goes against my whole thought process. My whole thought process is this is a beach sport. It's only played on the beach. I would say, all right, fine. For the Olympic level, wear something classier, whatever. But once we get to the beach, you know these beach people are going to want to well, see no, some ass. No, I retract that. Listen, this because this fucking E Online where I'm watching it has all Olympic stuff around it. That's not even them. So this is this is just taking place at the beach European Beach Handball Championships in Bulgaria. So it's not even the Olympics. They got fined. The entire group got fined seventeen hundred dollars American, or one hundred and fifty euros a person. Right? Just pay it. You did your thing. You're doing that's because this is why you're doing it. it. Well, it's like NBA players do that all the time. They're like, "You're not allowed to wear these shoes," and they think the rule is asinine, so they wear them anyway. But they they pay the fine. They know they're getting the fine. You're just getting. You're like, I want to wear these shoes. I'm just going to be taxed essentially for doing it. Well, you can't just change the rules right then. You got to go through the process because that's how society set up. Like I'm, I just started bartending again, and out of nowhere, I worked at this place for years before. Uh, the guy who um, things got mixed up, and like the guy who would like take out the trash at the end of the night flipped out because he wanted to get tipped out like X amount of dollars. And I was trying to, well, I wasn't really explaining. I needed a translator, but it was like, dude, if you want to get tipped out, we can do that. That's fine. But you've worked here for six years. Yeah. There's like, no, it's never, you know, so we got to, we got to talk it over with our boss. (laughs) This is the process. Like, dude, if you want a 10 spot, sure, here you go. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, which also funny. It's, so they got to, yeah, who knows? Maybe they've been fighting this fight for a long time. I don't know. but No, but my whole point is, is this is what you're doing. You knew the rules. You said, hey, it, I think it's time. And I, it's probably like, you know, earnestly hearted. You're like, whatever. I don't want my half my ass cheeks. I'm supposed to be a respected athlete in fucking Bulgaria, apparently. But so you, you're making a statement. This is a sign of defiance. They find you. And that's it. Yep. Pay it. That's it. You guys are. I, I agree with both of you. And I disagree with both of you. What's that? No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You won, just pay the fine, and you're good. Yeah, they're getting the coverage. We're talking about it on our podcast, so that means at least, like, five Indian people are listening. And then a gloves off to Pink. The artist? Yeah. Never been a big fan of her, but I do like that. Uh, Bro, let know, me tell you She's got a couple bangers, though. She's coming out, so you better get the party started. That's a good one. She offered to pay the fine. Okay. Gloves off, dude. Yeah, fight your own fight, Pink. First, of all, yeah, you're inserting yourself in this story just for like the the virtue clout, right? You're like, oh, I'll do it. Also, get off your high horse. The fine is fifteen hundred euros. Yeah, these are professional athletes. Seventeen hundred and sixty-five dollars. No, but like they're the national team. Like the state would pay. You're like, you, yeah, you're helping out the Norwegian government, who has like an ex, the, one of the few nations in the world that has an excess of money because they own their own oil fields. But you're like. <laughs> Just, I don't know. You're just being a bitch and inserting yourself, which I normally like pink. But yeah, I, I can vouch. He's a big pink fan. I liked. I remember that song. Uh, that's that sad one. I like that one because uh, this 
older dude I worked with as a butcher would always sing it, and I thought it was funny because he Which was one? all grizzly looking with the big She's old. Got a lot of sad songs. The, the one that was like. Teachers dated me. Oh yeah, my socks smell. My parents hated me. I'm so ugly. Yeah, that one. <laughs> oh, she. That's a good. Oh one. no, like fuck! What is it? I'm a trouble to myself. Doctor, doctor, can you please prescribe us something? <laughs> I can't look at the person <laughs> staring back at me. I'm a hazard to myself. So unpetating. Anyway, don't want to be my friend no more. I want to be, be somebody, somebody else. Yeah, that's a good. Oh, one. dude, my older sister <laughs> loved that song. She would the way she listened to that with a full car while she's like just driving us to school. I'm like, oh, when she's driving alone, she cries to this song. Tired of being compared to damn, damn Britney Spears, <laughs> dude. At least you're being compared to her, bro. Oh uh, yeah. Well, and now also, look, also free Britney, bitch. Look, dude, who's winning now? Britney's doing fucking uh, what are they whatever they called uh, like somersaults and shit in her entryway and Pink is is she still married to Carrie Hart? Yeah, I don't know, I don't, but uh, yeah, Britney's pretty much just like living like a four year old rich kid. And, <laughs> and yeah, she. It appears to me that she's a toddler with an Instagram account with uh-huh. a bunch of money. Yeah, she's, she's like, like Michael Jackson when he was five in the Jackson Five. She's an Asian six year old. Like what you're like? Oh, you have seven million TikTok followers. <laughs> this is crazy. Wow. That's she's like, trip. hey, you want to see this cool thing in my kitchen? And then you go to the next video. It's just her dancing in the foyer. And then the next video is like, so I was talking to this guy the other day. And it's like, there's just, I don't know. I haven't watched any because they make me too sad. I just hear people talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So whatever. Hats off to Norway. Hats off to uh, the commission. Hats off to the ladies. And uh, I don't know. Gloves off to Spanx in sports. I mean, I get it. You proved your point. Now let's go back to the bikinis, ladies, because let's be honest. No one cares about your sport. Nope. Nope. What do you got? Uh, gloves off to myself. He's a hazard to himself. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to be my friend no more. I'm sick of being compared to Britney Spears, man. <laughs> Oh, that's what, dude, people have been saying that forever. Like, what's that one guy? He looks like Britney Spears. He's got <laughs> beautiful blonde hair. Oh, Who's that man. guy you're always hanging out with? Who... <laughs> Britney something? Is his name Britney? No, your friend Spencer. He sings Toxic, yeah, right? he's a really good dancer. <laughs> I saw his Instagram. I hope he gets his money back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's always wearing those, like, pink tops. Oh. Uh, oh, dude. Dude, I'm, she's a hazard to my boner. <laughs> That's Britney Spears we're talking about. <laughs> All right. Oh, fuck. So it's a gloves off to myself, segued into a gloves off to uh, my new job. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah, gloves off to myself because I, I fucked up. It's absolutely my fault. Uh, without getting into too many details of my job, I missed a class. I was late for it. I ended up making up for the class. So I did all the classes I was scheduled for, but I fully missed one just because... I didn't sleep well. I didn't wake up to my alarm. It was pretty simple. I fessed up. I told him, boom, thinking I'm getting fired, right? Well, I'd like, I like. let's just take a second to allot that move of you being like, I'm going to be straightforward with them. You know what I mean? That's not a, yeah. Uh, most people are like, they immediately jump to, how do I lie about this? <laughs> I did immediately jump to that. A hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. When you just go. I ab- absolutely went to that. Uh, oh, it didn't work, though? No, that was where my brain went. Oh, but okay. I my I landed on the truth. Oh. Okay. Um yeah, I had lines I yeah, I I had shit hatching, whatever. So yeah, I just told him the truth. I was like, dude, this I'm not, you know, whatever. I'm not used to this. So I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get fired because then I get my schedule for next week and I'm not scheduled for any classes. So I'm thinking that's it. Then they want me to come in on Friday to drop all my stuff off, which is something I have to do anyway. So it's not like, oh, come drop, you know. So I go in there expecting to get fired, drop my stuff off, see the warehouse guy. Like, dude, have a good weekend, whatever. I go into the office building. I go to check my file. I know there's nothing in there because I don't have any classes. And But I want to make contact with someone, look someone in the eyes, yeah. give them the opportunity to talk to me. I hear some... Stuff in the break room. 
because this is only a place I go to once a week. So it's like I have bosses, but I don't see them every day. I see yeah. them maybe once a week, and it's for a brief period. So I hear the microwave. I dip in, and it's the warehouse guy I just saw. And I was like, oh, what the hell? And he's like, yeah, no one's here. They're up in a meeting. And so I leave. So I make gloves off to uh, the company for if – I mean, I guess maybe they're keeping me. But if they do fire me – Was I not supposed to say that? No, you weren't supposed to say it. <laughs> I signed an NDA. That's oh, why I was can... being vague to begin oh, with. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Oh, fuck. So, yeah, let's legit cut this part out of it. Let's mark the time. What's the time? 4102. We're going to bleep. We're going to bleep. 4102. We got uh... oh. a... <laughs> oh, fuck. What? I, no, I didn't tell you beforehand, but I just did the video. That joke's a boner. All right. All right, you got it. Um. So, anyway, warehouse guy's the only one there. What? And we're back. Timestamp. Uh, so, um, where do we go from here? Well, does he really just, I mean, not knowing if I, I, I still have the possibility of being fired. And am I? You know, I don't have any classes next week. I'm going to be pissed because the office is far away and I only have like one single thing I would need to return. You know, my final paycheck would go on my direct deposit. And I've never been fired from a job before. So it's really more just my really? pride never. and ego. Well, I got fired from one job. <laughs> However, the guy who fired me was a super dick. He got fired right after I got fired, and they brought me back on when he got fired. Oh, okay. And then I worked there for a long time after that. And uh, that new boss actually got me my next job because he gave me such a nice letter of recommendation. I am the kind of employee, though, where I will work harder than any employee I'll be a better, better customer service than any employee. I'll show up more on time, and I won't call in sick more than any other employee. Yeah. However, I don't. I don't try to, but I will. That will come at a cost at some point when I do something insane and I disappear for two <laughs> days or something. But the point is, I've been such a good hard worker up to that point that mm -hmm. I'll get a very stern talking to, but they will not fire me because they still want me <laughs> you know so yeah. i i'm not saying i'm like a great employee and that's it like i will get that calling in sick or what all the other people do it'll be in a way more extreme fashion and you'll think i'm dead <laughs> but, <laughs> but i don't yeah anyway but i didn't this is my second shift so i would my point is gloves off to me i would Your fire second me. shift i would fire me yeah is my should. point yeah you should so i'm not I mad would. if they fire me i'm just mad at how these people conduct duck themselves although you'd be surprised though dude i've worked with like absolute shit shows and it's like what is it i'm just like literally i'm talking to them I'm like what is it gonna take yeah it depends on the job because some people get rid of you know people quick and i used to work with this guy and uh he was just like moving real slow and i'm like ah not a busy day like just jabbing at him a little and he's like work smarter not harder and i was like that doesn't make any you're just being slow you're just a lazy guy yeah this is not everybody's got i don't know or um, I've had customers before, or like I I go to like our vendors and, and they're like, hey, I get paid by the hour, man. I'm like, hey, I'm the customer. You don't you say that to like your coworkers, don't not tell me, me man. <laughs> I had a coworker tell me that I'm trying to get him off of my from my other job, as he's my bar back. And before he became my bar back, he said. I feel like I don't get respected around here, so I just don't work hard. And now he's not working hard behind my bar, and I keep yelling at him yeah. for it. And he goes, I do work hard. You know I work hard. I'm like, you told me you don't work hard. Like, you don't know. My dad, at his work, he says they call them BMs. There's bare minimums. He's like, there's, f you know, on a t out of every four out of every ten people do 90% of the work, and then everybody else just does enough to not get fired. Yeah, it's crazy because his mom also works there as with a, <laughs> with a much shittier job making far less money and is well over twice his age yeah and she's a badass worker dude that's what we did this show in los bonos but the moment he gets in trouble she yells at the bosses like why are you doing this to my oh. nino so it's fucked up where uh we want i want her bad but uh, i don't give a shit about him being around we went we did this show in los bonos and the bartender chick the only one that was like cool like we'd stand there for like 10 minutes and then she'd finally serve us she's like i'm sorry you're waiting stuff I'm like we had drink tickets and like this we're still gonna tip it's called but... the bathroom yeah los baños it's called the bath i even that was the first thing out of my mouth i went up first because when you when i said how are you doing in stockton or whatever i said something about you being in stockton and you corrected me and i'm just like i thought you were fucking with me. no it's like 40 minutes i thought you were saying like you mean the bathroom 
Um, oh, you know, Stockton's like, a bathroom. Stockton's a bathroom. No, this town is called Los Baños. And, I, and I, it's I, in California. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's between like Merced and Stockton on the five. Oh. This is, so first of all. I want to go. Trust me. Hats off to Los Baños because you're like, you're going through, you drive through like Cowschwitz, you know, and like you see all the dairy farms and shit and it's all desert and it's like 104 degrees and all of a sudden you get off this freeway and you go like 20 minutes and, and there's just like, it's super green. It's all like horse properties, cool little town, like nice old, like uh, downtown Main Street. Yeah, sounds um, cool. We ate at this place, I'll show you pictures after, called Eddie's, like cafe. It was like a, just a diner spot but it was like the paint was peeling off the walls the bathroom was awful but the food was off the chain all the waitresses were like sassy like 60 year old ladies let's get to los baños because yeah towns can mess with you because i remember the first time i went to 29 palms i thought it was gonna be paradise based on the name like based on the name because i've been to thousand oaks and that's pretty nice (laughs) there's more than a thousand i'll I'll tell you that (laughs) much so uh 29 palms not so nice not so nice. But, uh, yeah, that's cool. Those baños. I love those hidden gems. But So we go to the brewery where the show's at, and this lady's eventually helping us. And then I go up, do my set, and I come out, and I have a cigarette with uh, the chick who went on after me. And the bartender comes out. She's like, hey, can I bum one? I was like, yeah, no problem. And then she's like, hey, you, thanks for coming. You, did, you guys did good. Thanks for, you know, we like having entertainment in this town, and blah, blah, blah. And then... They start talking about like kids for some reason. She's like, "Yeah, my my daughter's actually one of the servers here." I thought this lady was like thirty. She's got like, and then she, and then like something else happens. She's like, "Yeah," and then my son is the bartender. It's like this lady works with like three of her kids just at this fucking brewery, but she was handling her shit. Now, you made me think of that. I just wanted to give Los Banos a shout out. What up, Banos? Shout out, Banos. Shout out. Thank you, the bathrooms for having us on the way into town. You drive by like three barns with just giant American flags painted on the barn doors. It was a good vibe all around. Um, is it my turn? Yeah, it's your turn. All right. This one's more of just like a general. So, fuck. Gloves off for sure. How are we doing on time? 48. All right. I'm going to speed through this. So, I don't know if you remember from last year, there was a plot to kill, to kidnap and kill the governor of Michigan. She's like the main like, oh, focus. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, a lot of people don't like her because she's... they like lope her in with um cuomo and newsom as like the main proponents of like you know the very like lockdown culture of the last year or whatever and you know if you love this country the stuff that you don't like that turned liberals conservative yeah pretty much and then uh but so this group of guys apparently there was um it was a militia let me see something the the wolverine watchmen is what they called themselves here they are at the capitol these are the original lockdown protests. Remember from like last April, they took they stormed the Capitol. Anyway, so this militia um, is allegedly allegedly responsible for uh, uh, this plot that was being overseen by essentially the FBI the whole time. <laughs> so they arrested thirteen people, twelve of whom were FBI informants. Oh, no. So at what point is just just the FBI plotting to kill a governor? <laughs> like six guys were found. I, they were, I think there was like two rounds of it. It's hard to get it straight because all of the fucking numbers are all over the place. And everybody's got it's such like a charged story that nobody gives you. You know what I mean? You get bits and pieces from both sides. So it's hard to piece together. And I didn't go to journalism school. But uh, yeah, so. uh. Apparently, like, the FBI just carried out this whole thing. And one guy even, they said, one of the uh, uh, informants, because it was, like, undercover agents and informants, so just everybody's coordinated with the FBI, so there was no real threat this whole time. Uh, But it reminded me of the, uh, there was a story a few years ago, I think, in Texas, where this kid, who's basically mentally retarded, (laughs) the FBI, like, saw him as a potential to be radicalized online type person. They profiled him. So they radicalized him? Yeah, so they radicalized him. They, gave, they like made friends with him online and then gave him like a fake bomb, and then they caught him before he set the fake bomb off. And then so they, could, you know, they can get an increase in budget or whatever. That's not nice. They get a pat on the back. Not at all. But I in thought fu- you guys were the federal booby instructors, <laughs> not the federal bus federal, instructors. Oh, uh, federal boob instructors? Or the fake bomb instructors. Yeah, <laughs> fake bomb um, investors, investigators, um, fake bomb importers. There we go. The uh, 
<laughs> so I was trying to find that story. I was like, when they set up this retarded kit, so I go to DuckDuckGo, because obviously Google's not going to give me the real answers. I know that off the bat. Go to DuckDuckGo, and I type it in, uh, FBI sets up retarded guy. And I still can't find the story because there's so many of them. <laughs> oh, really? They just it, there's like it's a weekly basis of the FBI finding autistic people on the internet. Okay, so it's <laughs> it's really mean and awful of me to call them retards, but it's chill to just set them up and destroy their lives. Yeah. So here's one. Uh, that's gross. Here's a story from Insider. Um. The headline, the FBI goes to disturbing lengths to set up potential terrorists. It's happened so frequently that people are writing articles on like, hey, how come no one's talking about this? Um, Yeah, they just, they find people online, they radicalize them so they can go, hey, look how easy it is to radicalize. Well, they they do it initially to just set up a fake bomb. Like, hey, look, we caught this guy, the bomb, thank God it didn't go off, but let's get an increase in budget or whatever. But when they get caught doing it, their excuse is... Well, you see how easy it was for us to do this to the guy online? Like, what if ISIS got a hold of him and not yeah, us, easy the good was. guys? That's like when your parents say, like, I'm going to take a bite to make sure it's not poison. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Like, you're like, all right, whatever. You want a bite of my food, just ask Pops. Oh, fuck. Anyway, look into it, guys. Just Google it because it's insane. There's hundreds of stories of the F- in the last 20 years of the FBI setting people up because – they got a huge spike in funding post 9-11. So now it's kind of their bread and butter. They, they spend 60% more on terrorism than they do on organized crime, which is disproportionate to how these things actually affect people in their day-to-day life. Um, but they're like, oh, terrorism gets money. It's the same thing as why, like, fucking, like, online listicles and fucking Huffington Post radicalize the other side. You know what I mean? Because it's like, they don't give a shit. I don't think most of these people don't care. They're just like, Getting people mad is what gets clicks. Money. Yeah, it's just money. Yeah, no one's... Most people's intentions aren't that bad. They just want to, like, get rich, fuck bitches, and... Yeah, they're not in the Illuminati, uh, but they're going to make more money if they piss you off than if they tell you about, like, a guy who saved a puppy. Um, And then one more layer to this. So look up that on your own, because it's astonishing, and actually, some of them are pretty hilarious. I wonder, like, because cops obviously set up retarded people a lot, too. Obviously, I mean, that's something... I'm sure this has been going on since, you know... You oh, know, yeah, the making a murderer. Since the dinosaurs were around. Oh, yeah. But I just wonder, uh, FBI or cops who who nailed it, who got it first. Like, dude, you know what? This case is really tough, but my mom's neighbor, um, he's not really doing anything. He just sits at home and wa- and watches NASCAR. So well, That was like uh, like Emmett Till. There's he all can watch NASCAR in prison, right? Yeah. Do I still get to watch wrestling? Um, that's Emmett Till's story. That, I mean, that's been happening probably since the dawn of time of like, Hey, let's just get somebody that, you know, will convince the public did it. You know what I mean? And then, unfortunately, for like hundreds of years, that was just the nearest black guy. Yeah, dude, that Emmett Tilting is brutal. <laughs> Fuck. Um, That's you know why I hate white women, uh, is because of Emmett Till. So it's yeah. not because I'm sexist or hate women. Yeah. It's because that. No, I get it. I get it. White women suck, dude. Except I like- for my white women. They're the best. No, uh, no, I like no. It's funny because when all this started like seven years ago, white pe- white women like tagged onto like I'm also a minority, and it's like, well, stop acting like we didn't destroy the world for you guys. Like colonialism, stop acting like you weren't sucking our dicks and coaching us <laughs> up the whole time. Like, bro, if if dudes fucked each other, we wouldn't have had to colonize half the world. You know what I mean? Helen of Troy, bro, that was all over a chick. That's the oldest story of a war we have, and that's like. It was probably over some broad. Oh, because it's all about power. I remember telling this girl I was like, I think I was twenty-two, and she liked me a lot. I didn't really like her at all. She was cool. Mm. I was like, uh... (laughs) I didn't even know she liked me at the time. Spit it out. But I just told her I was like, well, you're all you're. She was talking about movie she loved. She was talking about Sharon Stone and Casino. <laughs> okay. And I was like, well, she was like the respons- responsible for his downfall. If he would have just yeah. gotten rid of her a lot earlier, he would have been super successful. And she got mad. I'm like, that's pretty much the case in all the good movies. <laughs> and then in history, too. Oh, she- we had such a long argument. No, I get that. Like, I've said that before when I'm like, oh, I love 
like curb your enthusiasm like larry's always right no one gets it and they're like that's not the point of the show he's a maniac and i'm like oh i relate to the wrong guy if a chick goes oh i love sharon stone like that's so me i'm like you realize that's deliberately an insane person yeah um so just to wrap up this fbi story the guy this is beautiful just because it's it's just corruption at its finest you always hate like not just corruption. It's like when there's like a committee to like investigate the wrongdoings of a politician, and they're the head of their own like investigation. You're like, well, I'm sure we'll find nothing here, folks. Yeah, like in Departo, Matt Damon's talking to the to Nicholson. He's like, I got to start a department. I got to find myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this FBI agent, the one investigating exclusively this the Michigan governor kidnapping case, impossible assassination. The FBI agent involved, or at the, heading the investigation, let's see if they got a picture, yeah. So this is the guy, which first of all, not what I thought an FBI agent looks like. So he's already, you know he's one of those like FBI, like, he's one of the police guys. He's, he's not an a, FBI extremist, yeah. He's not a suit guy. He's no. like a tactical vest FBI guy. Nah, that'd be too expensive to get custom suits that big. Those FBI guys that look like they're in like SWAT or like Bomb Squad. Um, the ones that LL Cool J plays? Yeah. Yeah. Precisely. Not Colin Farrell. We're talking about, you know, Batista. So he's uh, looking into this plot, right? And while he's, you know, he's just that just happens to be what he's doing at work. He clocks out. He goes home. Him and his wife go to a swinger party. Cool. And they're getting freaky. That guy? They're swinging and dingling. So he's, I mean, at least he's getting rock hard and using it. On paper, this guy rules. Oh, okay. He's a pro- he's a Gerard Butler character. Yes. Oh, Gerard Butler from uh, that really cool one, Den of Thieves. Den of Thieves. Yeah. He's a like he's you know alcoholic. He's got troubles at home. He's like they're swingers, but he's an FBI agent. He's fucking sh- got a beard. And Throwing he's donuts out. in hot spots all he, the time. Come on, man. <laughs> so he doesn't like something that his wife does at the swinger party. They don't specify. But he was not a fan. They, I can guess. He, she liked it too much. Uh-oh. I don't, I'm not sure about the ratio at this You're swinger party. Swing, you got to be ready for the fact that someone might swing harder than you. It's always funny because the guy always talks the chick into it, and he's the one who gets his feelings hurt. You think you got the best dick around. Until she makes a noise that you've never made her make. Just because your <laughs> girl hasn't had better dick than you does not mean you're the best dick out there. Uh, so it says multiple verbal arguments. So they got to commute from this place. On the, on the way home, it says just in the drive. That's a rough drive home, fellas. Am I right? You're going home from the swinger party. <laughs> <laughs> Been there. So you're no, but it says just in their drive home, multiple verbal arguments. So you know it's like it's just them two in a car heading home from like a swinger party. They're like sweaty, like the tie is loosened, yada yada. Yeah, but, she's taking the collar off still, and it's like getting stuck. She's. But multiple arguments, you know, it like they'd have an argument. He's like, well, I just don't see why you do that. And then it's like quiet, like awkwardly for four minutes. And he goes, and you know what? When <laughs> and it just keeps like uh, petering back up just for the whole drive home, dude. So they get home and uh, let's see. How does it start? Uh, she gets in bed. He gets in bed and then gets on top of her uh, and then grabbed her head and then said something to her. He didn't like her reply, so he started smashing her head several times into the nightstand. She tried to grab his big stupid beard, and it didn't work. So he wrapped his hands around her neck and left hard bruises. They're not on this article, but I saw it, and it's like, hey, that's not like sexy choking, bro. He That was... Anyway, um, wrapped his hands around her neck. Which he could have done if he would have been more chill at the swingers party. You got your wife to swing. Now this what do you think was going to happen, bro? Yeah, Come this, on. This guy's toxic masculinity. Yeah, this is awful, and he looks so cool. Um, you're canceled. Uh, uh, so he's choking the shit out of her. He's strangling her to the point where she says she doesn't know, and sheriff deputies said they don't believe she lost consciousness. So you're like, okay, you're, that's a hard line you guys are playing with. Uh, she felt like she might have. So she grabbed his testicles. Hell yeah. He let go of her. She left the house, went to Kalamazoo County Sheriff's Office, blah, blah, blah. She has she had fucking intense uh, bruising around her neck. Uh, lacerations all over her forehead from the nightstand getting smashed all over her. Oh. 
And, dude, uh, put down the roids, man. Get buff the... Dude, but this is what he's charged with. Uh, let me see. It was... Uh, rest of Sunday... One count of assault with intent to do great bodily harm. Less than murder. By strangulation. Is the... Like, that's a charge. It's like, bro, just attempted murder. Like, if he would have murdered her, it would have been... But it's crazy. It's like... They're in cahoots, dude. This guy, he got out on 10K bond, which is like... Nothing. That's nothing. What do you have to pay? Nothing. You have to pay like a thousand bucks? Dude, people on weed charges have more bonds higher, way higher bails than that. He also reportedly runs... So this is an FBI agent who's heading the investigation. So 10,000 bond, his bail was 100,000. That's not that much. That's ridiculous. Or was it 10,000 bail? I don't know. Either way, it's not that much. Either way. Go to Aladdin. Brutal. This podcast is brought to you by Aladdin Bail Bonds. So, also, a, a detail I forgot. This guy ran a CrossFit gym at his house. This guy's a douche. Hate this guy. Yeah, but is this not a great uh, Gerard Butler character? Trask was released on a $10,000 bond. Butler would never do that, and Butler had a nice head of hair. That guy is doing the whole beard and body. The, the bald beard and really buff is, What's wrong a, with is that? freaky. You don't like this? It's not turning you on? It's kind of cool, but he does... He, He's got tattoos. I thought I liked him, and I don't. All right, now I'm embarrassed. He's an FBI agent with a CrossFit gym at his house. I'm simply embarrassed I ever liked him. I I I don't do. I'm not down with the CrossFit man. Uh, Anyway, to link it all back together, this is how it works. This is the kind of guy they put in charge of investigating this one of the biggest stories of the last decade. The fact that the FBI basically tried to assassinate, use go through a militia to not only vilify militias, but then carry out an actual assassination. Like, what, are they going to step in? I just hope you, you know, you stop the guy with the bullet at the right time. Twelve people. <laughs> Twelve informants and agents in on the plot to kill the governor of Michigan. I mean, and then this is the guy they put in charge of it. All a right, guy who well, can't handle his wife getting cucked. That's awful. Yeah, you don't want, you want just a, str- when you got a, a guy handling a case like that, you want an old school married maybe cheats on his wife definite alcoholic but he's not going to swinger parties and running side hustles involving crossfit all right yeah maybe he does some carpentry on the weekend to pay for his ex-wife's alimony i got to close this out we're almost out of time right that was yeah we're gone pretty long i gotta to continue with the theme of uh yeah just a rip from the headlines of my life gloves off oh yeah that was appropriate this is just comedy related. I kind of went off on this person who's my friend. Uh, may have been too rude, but I didn't really think so. But so I did this show the other night and I brought a couple friends. It was a very casual, laid back show. And I was hosting the shindig. And at some point she had texted me and said, hey, can I do stand up? She had never done comedy before. Oh, Okay, off to a good start. Off to a good start. She texts me in the middle of the show. I don't even see it because I have my phone in airplane mode because I'm a professional. Yeah. I, I, I say that all the time. And then so I don't see that text at all. I close the show out and she goes, wait, can I do some time? Just like five minutes. <laughs> and I stand there and I think about it. What do you think I said? Do you think I let her have it or nah? I, I'd like to think you have a good heart. Who, who else would write hit me, baby, one more time? <laughs> <laughs> Call back. No, I didn't let her have it. I said no. Oh, no uh, fuck your dreams, lady. I, I almost did not. It wasn't even her dreams. It wasn't her dreams. This is someone I know very well. Okay. Um. Oh, thank God you gave me heads up on that one. Yeah. Someone We'd have to I, made another edit. Someone I know well, and uh, so I told her no. And on the way home, I was like, "Well, I didn't really want to fully cock block you, but uh, you didn't tell me before." She's like, I did. I texted you. And I was like, well, I didn't see it before. And I could have ended with that, you know, and been like, that was my only reason. And I was like, plus, why didn't you tell me before? I gave you a ride to the show. Why wouldn't you tell me you wanted me to do a set? No, it's that nervous. Or you want to do a set. And she's like, well, I didn't really think I wanted to. But then this is what she did. She saw how shitty some of the other people were. That's why I started. And uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is fine. And then was like, oh, well, I can do this. But. She didn't have anything, any jokes written or anything. She just, like, was going to piggyback on what other people said. And so, anyway, all I said, what I said to her, I was like, you're approaching comedy lazily. Um, Perfect. 
<laughs> That's what a girl wants to hear, You'll right? You'll fit right in. I said you're just approaching comedy lazily. Um, I would I'll totally let you go up, even at this exact same place, if you want to in the future. But tell me beforehand, uh, before the show starts. Yeah, what do you think? You're Eddie this, Griffin? It, it, yeah. Um, you just get to walk up? I know up? it's casual, but yeah, we're not an open mic where you can just jump up. Uh, where you want to. So either make the effort of signing up and going to an open mic, you know, yeah. or uh, ask me ahead of time. And then she was kind of pissed because I guess she thought I called her lazy. But she wasn't that pissed. I mean, she was cool. We talked. She actually really wasn't pissed at all. She just was like, I still think you should have let me go. But because um, I did the thing like, no, I didn't. Uh, no, but I hate that. That's a curb thing where it's like they're rude to you. But if you did not, you know what I mean? This, you're giving me a yes or no question. I'm going to give you a no. It's like, you set me up. You're the bad guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, no. She handled it cool, for sure. But it was just, she wasn't getting, she wasn't getting where, like, where, you know, she's like, why? It wasn't even like a great, you know, big D, you know, big, but yeah. it was like, uh, the comics who did horribly uh, would not have been on the show if I had anything to do with it either. You know what I yeah. mean? So I didn't want to add to, uh, anyway, so I thought that was a fun yeah, just people who want to do comedy. It's yeah, funny. fuck your friend. Bruh. Get the fuck out of here! But hopefully that got her. I think she'll just actually write some jokes down, and she will... Uh, yeah, she's cool. She'll do it next time, if she wants to. I don't even know if she wants to be a comic. I thought she was into other shit, but why not? Yeah, why not? There's not enough, frankly. <laughs> if you're asking me, you are, you're looking for somebody with two thumbs? Thinks there ain't enough stand-up comedians? Bogging down the open mic scene? Mitchell. This guy. He gets it. All right. Hats off, gloves off. At Pot on Instagram. I'm at Mitchell Phillip. That's at Robot Spencer. Behind the ones and twos, we got at Beam Jeremy. But most importantly, at Pot. Comments, corrections, suggestions, good old-fashioned hate mail, dick pics, go to at Robot Spencer. Uh, send me proof that you referred somebody, and I'll send you a dollar. You're not going to find that deal anywhere else in podcasting, folks. We'll see you next week. Bye.